kicking those saloon doors open once again. The Fast Five is back. You think we could pull off a cowboy hat and maybe some uh, some cowboy boots, Steve? Because oh, makes, absolutely. Every two weeks when I hear that music, I think Steve and I would make good cowboys. Well, it's funny you say that because like uh, two weeks ago or three weeks ago, maybe a Facebook memory popped up of me when I was at the Daytona 500 like nine years ago, wearing a cowboy hat with a big. Uh, <laughs> With a big, crazy Fu Manchu wrestler mustache. Right. And you and I, in the comments section, had a had a lengthy conversation about how you wanted one of those cowboy hats and uh, how much it was and if I'd be willing to bring one back for you. Really? Oh, yeah, boy. So this, is not, this is not our first foray into cowboy hat discussion. Oh, my God. I feel like we've no. It's not like, we've, it's not like we're lifelong friends, but we've known each other long enough that most of our conversations nowadays seem to just be rehashes of conversations <laughs> yeah, we've yeah. somehow had in years past. Yeah. yeah, we're just, we're such goldfish. Like, it's ridiculous, it, The same man. memories pop up like, oh, look at Castle. Two seconds yeah. later, oh, look at Castle. Just but, uh, ridiculous. Uh, but we digress. We always talk about how we're going to jump right into the Fast Five, seeing as how this is a Fast Five episode. So without further ado... Fast Alright, you want me to go first this week? Yeah, go ahead. Take it away, Steve. Alright, number one, it seems to be the only thing everybody is talking about. Of course, that is Tiger King. Wow. Yeah, you know, we're five or six into it. Um, oh, so I you're mean, almost uh, done then. Yeah, almost done. I mean, obviously, I think I'm probably, Katie and I are probably behind most people in that regard. I'm guessing most people are all the way done with that thing if they're interested in it by now. I mean, what else can we say about it that hasn't already been said? It's just absurd. It's just a story that you couldn't write. If you wrote that script, it would be laughed out of Hollywood studios. Yeah, yeah definitely. We'll talk more about that on the turnaround. On the turnaround. Yeah. Uh, next, WWE Ice Cream Bars. Yeah, they announced these things a little while ago. <laughs> are these going to be on trucks? Or are you going to have to buy uh, them through a store and they're going to have to ship them to you in, like, ice boxes or what? I mean... Well, apparently, um, I guess Good Humor, the ice cream company, is, yep. is bringing them back. Uh, they announced uh, in a tweet, which uh, you would have seen, but you've mm. since given up Twitter. They're yeah. here. The WWE Superstar Cookie Sandwiches are rolling out nationwide and are now available for an on-demand delivery in select markets via Ice Cream Shop US. Right. Which so, superstar so are you most cream. excited to buy? Huh. So only ice cream shops, obviously, which that makes sense. It's not like I can just yeah. call good humor and say, send me a Brock Lesnar and, uh, <laughs> to this address. Hey, send me a, a Billy Goat. What's the yeah. guy's oh. name? <laughs> Again, not his name, not his nickname. Uh, I don't know. Um, you know, I don't think we've confirmed yet. No, we've we've confirmed it. It was uh, not his nickname now ever uh, in the past either. So, yeah, no, that's uh, I, I'm just trying to dip their hands in everything. Like, I, I guess maybe if you're on an ice cream truck as, you know, in the summer, kids, and they see that, kids, it, just throw it on top of the list, right, next to the yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog or the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle frozen yep. bar. All right, um, sticking with the WWE theme, WrestleMania. Yeah, two-night event, Steve. Two-night event this last weekend. Uh, weird. What would you think of the one match? I mean, the match everyone's talking about. The big one. Uh, the big one was a bit of a disappointment to me. I really thought the other guy would pull it off. 
but it just was not to be this year. And it's probably fine, you know. If you want a WrestleMania moment, Steve, you want it in front of a crowd. So hopefully next year uh, in Los Angeles, I believe, is next year. Hopefully next year he'll get that. He or she will get their WrestleMania moment. <laughs> next, masks. Are you wearing a mask? I'm not wearing a mask. I see the CDC might recommend it. Uh, CDC nah. did recommend it. As did they? Yesterday, I think. Yeah, they. Or, I mean, last Saturday, Friday. Yeah, they did not, recommend it. Not going to do it. Uh, no, thank you. Really? It's, uh, listen, man. With my job, I'm in and out of places all day. Uh, I'm not mm-hmm. going to get it that way. I'm going to get it by the million door handles I'm touching. The everything no there's no way no the, the the job i have with my glasses is on as well i'd spend half of my day fogging up my glasses not gonna happen no thank you uh if i yeah, get it you could I get, get a mask that has like fangs on it or something to make you look crazy and mean wow that's a that's, a, that's an offer that's a, that's a, that's a game changer steve <laughs> <laughs> and next on my list of fast five uh, number five Zoom. Yeah, boy, quite a. Uh, at what point do they not jump the shark, but they're like, hey, it's going to be kind of like uh, YouTube videos, right? Where it's like, hey, if you want to do this Zoom meeting with more than two people, you got to watch these ads. Yeah. I mean, they've got yeah. to monetize it somehow, right? They're just, I mean, it's a nice service, but uh, they're just losing money hand over fist right now. I'm sure, yeah, but I'm sure that they will turn it into a gold mine, and they'll be the one. They'll be the one business that comes out of COVID nineteen, like just just swimming in money. Yeah, buy your stock in Zoom right now if you can. Ah, oh, you should have bought it like three weeks ago. Yeah, that's a good point. It's probably at its peak. Sell, sell, sell. <laughs> All right. Before that, we had masks. You are not not going to do it, huh? Yeah. Are you going to? Um, for every day, like going to work. Yeah. No. Um. But you're not going to do it at home either. No, I'm not going to do it at home. But if I have to run to the... Like, when I go to the grocery store now, it's... Yeah. I mean, I would say a third of the people there are wearing them. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if I can get one with fangs, I'll probably wear it. That's kind of a... That's a deal breaker, huh? Now, I didn't ask you, Steve, because you, obviously you can't wear it to work. Your work involves using your, your mouth. Um, mm. But I, I saw a picture, and I... I, I, I don't mean to cause a digression here, but are you and the uh, you and the other four monkeys moving to uh, digital? Don't know yet. Um, we have a setup that's been tested. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, if I is it as good as ours? There's now a third microphone in here. Okay, okay. <laughs> so I leave for two weeks. <laughs> are you kidding me? What's the third microphone for? That's my microphone for the show. Okay. Well, it, listen, tell the, tell the four other monkeys they can pay rent for that space. Cause that's, first of all, it looks like it's my side of the table. Okay? Let's be honest. No, it's not. It's uh, my side of the table. Sounds like it's, it's right my on my side of the table. It's leaning over. Unacceptable. Okay? So, so to be clear, yeah. you want my coworkers mm-hmm. to pay you rent sure. for me to use my house. Yeah, yeah, you're not saying anything incorrect there. <laughs> I'll send him an invoice. I'll uh, download QuickBooks and uh, send him an uh, invoice for the space. Quick follow-up. Yep. Um, will will I be making any of the money? Oh, 70-30 my way. 
7.30 your way yeah. for me to work in my basement at my house for my job. Nailed it. Okay, good. Okay. Uh, moving on. WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, growing Now, obviously, we're recording this. We're recording this, uh, what, a day before? Or WrestleMania starts tonight, tonight, the night that we're recording. Yeah. Yep. And tomorrow night. So, obviously, we, you can't give too much of a hot take on it. Maybe more in the next Fast Five. But yep. So, this is a two-night event. It's mm-hmm. going to be completely without fans. Yes. Simply wrestlers, referees, a commentator or two. Yep. That's it. That's it. Uh, empty arena or empty performance center. Uh, growing sentiment among a lot of the wrestlers that he that Vince McMahon should have simply postponed it to maybe the end of summer or maybe just canceled. Um, yet this old man who has <laughs> been flying in the face of all recommendations anyway decided to push on and not just push on, Steve, but make it, as you mentioned, a two-night event this year for WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not excited to watch. I'm going to tune in. But anytime I've tried to tune into simply regular WWE programming lately, it's just too awkward. It's very uncomfortable because it's just two people in a ring with no other noise. And that's, that's half of the environment, obviously, is hearing fans and hearing everything that goes around uh, a WWE event. So it's too weird for me. So has this all been recorded already? Like all of the matches? Everything's done. They're all filmed through like next week, Friday. Okay. Actually, so and then they don't know good. what they're going to do because now Florida, where the Performance Center is, has a similar order to other states of a stay-at-home order to where they can't go out unless they're deemed essential. And obviously, uh, fake combat in a <laughs> wrestling ring, probably not going to get the old essential designation. I am looking forward to seeing like the highlights from these yeah. matches, though. I mean, it's going to be good for footage for, you know, 20 years down the road to look back and go, wow, a WrestleMania in an empty building. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, this is a really curious financial decision from McMahon's standpoint. Uh, sticking with the WWE theme, of course, the biggest news to come out of all of this. Yeah. WWE ice cream bars are coming back. Yeah, we talked about it, Steve. I'll be the first in line at the truck pushing little kids out of the way, uh, <laughs> throwing elbows to get my Seth Rollins bar. Uh, hopefully with either, uh, what, what do you do? Do you do the gumball eyes still on the wrestlers? Hmm. Sure. Yeah. I think you've got to have the gumball eyes. Otherwise you're just, uh, you're falling into the ice cream trap that everybody else is where you're just ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, I I think it's fair. I mean, look, this is a historic moment bringing back something that, I mean, millions and millions of people have just been clamoring for for years and years and years. It's online movements, uh, petitions at the White House has had to respond to uh, (laughs) about WWE ice cream bars. All right, and first on the list was Tiger King, the Netflix documentary that it seems like everybody has watched. Um, Definitely, I I would assume that that the producers of this are maybe not happy with the timing, but... Uh, pretty good timing for everyone to be in their homes for this to come out. Right. Uh, the story of a man named Joe Exotic. Yep. That uh, that runs a tiger zoo, tiger yeah. preserve. I don't even know what to call it. Everybody, even the supporting character, Steve, is a different level of weird in this show. And like Joe Exotic is, is obviously pros- possibly the cream of the crop. But he's also, you know, 
in a competition with a guy who rides an elephant around his property. <laughs> yeah, whose name is like Bhagavan or Bhagavan Doc Antle, who just <laughs> it's so weird. Like it's obviously a, a weird group of people that have now been exposed to the uh, major media production. So now everybody else can see how weird uh, big cat and exotic cat people are. Yeah, it's um, it was weird because I watched the first episode of it. And I was like, huh, I'm not really hooked on this like everyone right. said I was going to be. But then once I watched the second episode, because the first episode, there's a lot of, you know, just laying the groundwork. And um, but, yeah, I was watching uh, once I got to episode two, we watched it last weekend. We watched the first like three and a half, four episodes. And then it was like all I could think about for two days until we were able to watch the rest of it. Right. And finish up the series. But man, like what a world like, isn't it? <laughs> Isn't it so crazy to know that, like, people like that exist in this world? Right. Imagine being part of that community. You're known as a member of the big cat community who simply wants to live among tigers and lions. <laughs> and, like, it's just, I don't know. Like, I like going to the zoo just like the next guy, right? Like, hey, that's a cool lion. That's a cool tiger. And then I won't go for another year. I don't know where it strikes yeah. you that you decide I want one of those, you know, in bed next to me or whatever, hanging out in my trailer. Boy, I felt really bad for some of those animals. Uh, like at one point they showed when I guess uh, spoiler alert, when Joe was like running for running for governor of the state of Oklahoma and they show the tiger enclosures like during that time because he had kind of lost his way for a little bit. He was focused on running for governor or running for president or whatever. Yeah. And they just show the animals just running around in a, in basically a pen full of mud. It's like, Oh God. Awful. I just feel so bad for them. Absolutely awful. Right. More tigers in, uh, in, uh, uh, captivity, uh, captivity. Thank you, Steve. Uh, then there are in the wild right now, an insane thing to think about. All right. That's the end of my fast five on to yours. All right, Steve, I fast five. Uh, obviously, as we mentioned, probably a little coronavirus-centric, uh, as that is overwhelming with the news. Uh, first off, uh, Jared Kushner back in the news this week, Steve. Yeah, I saw something. I didn't. I don't think I saw his exact quote, but I remember seeing a lot of people not happy with it uh typically anytime jared kushner opens his mouth that's the reaction you can expect and we'll get to that on the on turnaround the turn. uh, after that steve wimbledon wimbledon for the first time since world war ii the wimbledon open or wimbledon championship whatever the hell it's called uh canceled not yeah. going to try to postpone it simply canceling it this year yeah right thing to do i mean anyone who's still planning on putting on events where hundreds or thousands of people are in attendance yeah that's uh, very short-sighted it is um, curious so. to me though the lack of postponements right like both this I, and there's a couple other big events that's outright canceled i think that that is an indication that people know that this isn't going to go away in a couple of months this right. is uh i think we're in this for the long haul uh we can all assume that this this summer is kind of a wash mm. um Really? Because I was kind of hoping by the end of next week it'd be uh, back to yeah. normal. You don't think that's oh, realistic I'm, then? Don't get me wrong. I'm hoping. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping, hoping, hoping. But right. yeah, I, I don't think that's going to be the case. 
Uh, next up, Steve, UFC 249. Now, this is Dana White apparently just steadfastly refusing to adhere to what the rest of the world is acknowledging. He's planning on going forward with this UFC pay-per-view in two weeks, Steve. With a crowd? No, no crowd, no, no crowd. nothing. Uh, he can't even find a venue because of all the stay-at-home orders and the gathering rules regarding, you know, more typically more than 10 people. Well, UFC alone, you've got two commentators, three judges, two combatants. That's seven. Let's <laughs> yeah. not count the ref. That makes eight, let alone corner men, cut men. I mean, it's I, I have no idea. They haven't announced a venue for this thing. It's supposed to be one of the most anticipated fights in UFC history in two weeks. And one guy can't get out of Russia. Because they've closed their borders. Yeah. So, uh, I I don't know. This is kind of, it's a real head-shaking moment that he's still, he's the one. Like him and Dana White and Vince McMahon, like, spitting in the face of a deadly pandemic. How can you do that? How can you be the one guy? Because in that case, you're just as bad as the people who are like, oh, it's no big deal. It's just, it's worse, it's no worse than the flu. Like, at that point... There, you have blood on your hands if yes. you are not if you are not adhering like that idiot governor of uh, was it Georgia yeah last week that said well you know we finally uh, encourage a shutdown just uh, in the last 24 hours we found out that even if you don't know you have it you could have been spreading <laughs> spreading this disease for the la- you know for two weeks We're like what is that, that ridiculous How everyone did else knew that no everyone knew that. Oh, so. surreal, surreal. I don't know how, I mean, his his spot in history uh, regarding this is probably not a very good one. No, uh, no. Next up, Steve, the Cuomo brothers. They've been all over the news the last few weeks. People are, <laughs> people are enamored by their dynamic and their relationship. I love them. It's my new favorite reality show. Love the Cuomos. Huh? Now, Chris <laughs> in uh, Chris has self-quarantined as he has tested positive for COVID-19. Yeah. Uh, the big soundbite this last week. I, I don't know if you've heard it, Steve. The uh, Chris interviewing Andrew about his desire to become president. Yes, that I went loved viral. It. Tremendous They're, stuff. They are. Uh, they are. Uh, I mean, obviously, you have a brother. Well, you have two brothers. Yep. Um, yep. Not you. I have a. Uh, I, have, a I bro- have my brother Robert, brother Mike. You yeah. are not a part of that. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but. To me, like I watched that and I was like, "Yeah, that's two brothers talking right there." Right. Just short answers. Uh, it's obvious one is annoying the hell out of the other. Yep, always, always. It's like there's a little fly who won't leave, uh, won't leave the yeah. big animal alone. Yeah, that was basically the um, the grown up audio version of uh, "I'm not touching you, I'm not <laughs> touching you, I'm not touching you." Right, right. Uh, and last I see this week, uh, Captain Crozier. You familiar with that name? Did you see any no. of that video? Now, Captain Crozier was a Navy, and excuse my ignorance, uh, admiral. Uh, okay. He essentially ran a, a large ship, uh, and he sent an email, essentially notifying superiors of an outbreak of COVID and that he was worried about it among the soldiers and we don't need to lose lives. And for his efforts, he was uh, summarily dismissed from hmm. captaining that boat. So he okay. was uh, walked off the gangplank, I believe is what it's called, yesterday when they were in port. 
to where, you know, you essentially just walk off. He's been relieved of his duty, so he's leaving the boat, right? Okay. And every, uh, not soldier, again, excuse my ignorance for Navy, what are they? Sailors. What are they referred to as? Sailors. Sailors, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, started chanting his name, thousands of sailors on the deck of this boat chanting his name as he walks off the boat because what he did was not wrong at all. No, 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 uh, he did the right but thing. They're, but they're uh, removing him from that spot because he let that communication leak that he gave a warning about hmm. the outbreak. Yeah, I mean, you want to warn look. people. Yeah. A really good <laughs> look. So uh, just important to remember that even in times like these, Stupid politics does not go away. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, it's it's nice to know that that will always be the case. Unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. Uh, before that, the Cuomo brothers, we talked about that. Now Chris doing his show at home. Uh, as a larger point, Steve, where do you land on all these uh, at-home shows? You've got, like, Fallon and uh, Kimmel and Conan doing their late-night stuff at home. Trevor Noah, the same. Have you watched any of that? Is it, mm-hmm. uh, does it strike your your fancy? Yeah, I mean, granted, like I'm not up watching late night news or or talk shows as it is, but I think it's great. I think it's great that they're still doing it. Um, it's different, you know. It's it's there's the novelty of it, but I think that it's important. I think that anyone who is in the entertainment field, mm-hmm. um, I think it's great that they're still trying to continue on with some sense of normalcy, especially yeah. when so many people are at home for extended periods of time now. I mean, it's real easy to just go completely stir-crazy sitting in your house. And uh, so I applaud every one of them for, for keeping it up. I think it's yeah, great. It's you and I, Steve. You're welcome, folks. Keep yeah, exactly. It- I mean, look, you know, next time you're sitting around and you're bored, just pop on a couple dozen episodes of the old Stephen Kyle podcast. Let, let that baby roll for the time being. No need to shut it off at all. Uh, before that, UFC 249. Dana White going forward with this event in two weeks, currently with no venue, no main event, and nothing but bad PR to go around it. As recently, yeah. he's come out calling everybody uh, whiny babies who are upset that this is going forward. Uh really not doing much to shake a bad image of this <laughs> no. sport which is working really hard to become mainstream yeah it's uh it's kind of surprising because he's obviously a smart businessman you'd think sure. that you'd think he'd uh, be able to read the writing on the wall right well you can't but. take the meathead out of the guy i guess yeah uh before that wimbledon steve first now i now granted you and i aren't sitting down to watch you know a big two-week-long tennis tournament but oh i love it watch it every every uh every year is it every year every year that is an annual event steve (laughs) an annual event i mean look to me there's nothing better than a a great (laughs) uh matchup that's you know 30 love in the in the fourth quarter wow and then they uh and then then they kick a touchdown I mean, to to seal the old victory before overtime. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, Wimbledon canceling a big deal as that is uh, mid, mid-summer to late summer. So, like you said, kind of a, a warning to other to others trying to uh, say this will be back to normal in May, kind of like the NFL going around acting like everything's going to go off without a hitch right now. No. Uh, and lastly, Jared Kushner uh, had a part of a press conference where – he made the statement that the Federal Reserve or the Federal Stockpile of Personal Protective Equipment was, quote, for the federal 
stockpile. The states have to worry about themselves uh, hmm. catching, as justly, a lot of flack for that as states, as you see healthcare workers uh, die, die in yeah. the line of this. Uh, of this disease, of this virus going around because they literally don't have protective equipment. But hey, mm-hmm. thank God we've begun a bidding war between Rhode <laughs> Island and New York State. I right, wonder yeah. who can afford more, Steve. It's a real <sighs> nail by I wonder. Unbelievable. Yep. Just unbelievable. I um, uh, added to the long list of things that this virus has exposed that is... Uh, well, it's a shortcoming. It's an absolute shortcoming that our healthcare workers obviously have not been given access to the protective equipment they need to do their jobs. Yeah, but what do you know, man? That's Seriously. right. I'm just a man on the street. <laughs> I'm just a poor, poor idiot. God. Unbelievable. Yep. We're all screwed. Yep. And uh, well, that is a real positive way to end it. God, usually now, if we were in person, I'd filibuster for a few seconds so you could pull up a joke of the day. <laughs> no, no, no. I think I need you. Yeah, here. Um, all right. Filibuster for a minute. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, the Wimbledon, huh? You know, the uh, the big tennis tournament. <laughs> this isn't some of your best filibusting. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, pretty bad look overall, as we talked about, Steve. And he's not the only one who said that, though. That, and that's kind of the problem here, is that there's no need for this to become a big argument between states and the federal government. And sure enough, here we are facing an absolute unheard yep. of. Well, I shouldn't say unheard yeah. of, but a pandemic we haven't seen in 100 years since the Spanish flu and the only sentiment that our federal government has given is a shrug of the shoulders and uh, ah, worry about yourself. You guys should have been more prepared, Massachusetts. Hey, I got a question for you. Oh, Steve, what's that? Uh, why do you never see elephants hiding in trees? Well, that's a really weird question and a good point, Steve. Why? <laughs> because they're really good at it. Huh. Now they're not all winners. Uh, 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 Kyle, uh, follow-up question. Oh, yeah. Question. Why did Paul Revere ride his horse to Lexington? Oh, Steve, wasn't he trying to warn everybody of an oncoming, uh, of an incoming British invasion? Because it was too heavy to carry. <laughs> That's a good one right there. That is top-notch material. Thanks for tuning in to the, to the <laughs> Yuck It Up Hour with steve and kyle all right that's it this is over we'll do it again uh next week never again kyle podcast will return uh with plenty of kenny rogers factoids to go around kyle i'm looking forward to your kenny rogers factoid can't wait you get ready i'm gonna lay the hammer steve all right we'll talk to you next week at steve and kyle facebook twitter and instagram see ya